Wednesday. Hello. I'm Emily. I'm Jonathan. This is Eric. Hello. Welcome back, Eric. Thank you. Nice to have you. Yeah. So let's see. Um, more details about Robinson Crusoe. This is not a simple game. No, no, it's no. It's not a, like an introductory level type thing. Uh, it's definitely either a game for people who are interested in looking for a challenge or for players who have played quite a few of these sort of cooperative games before and want something that's going to be different, that's going to be really, really immersive. And I think part of what makes it so immersive is the fact that what's well, got all these rules and stuff, but all of those rules are in the service of its theme. It really does make you feel like you're on a desert island. Mm-hmm. Um, like those determination tokens, for example, that power your character's special abilities. I mean, each character, whether it's the... You get to be... There's really fun characters. It's like characters. a cook and a soldier and a sailor. And an inventor. An inventor. Yeah, there's, there's a carpenter. And it makes sense that a carpenter would be, would be on board a ship that get, yeah. that wrecked. Uh, it's it's almost like that, that thought exercise that you have to do. It's like, okay, like you're in a... You're in a boat and there's 12 of you and these are your 12 professions and you can only save six people like who do you save and it's like uh the doctor uh whenever you play uh, this game with less than four players you absolutely have to make that decision because there's four characters in the game five if you have the expansion set and you have to pick one for each player which means somebody's not going to be there and every time we start to starve to death oh why didn't we bring the cook Mm -hmm. unless you did bring the cook in which case every time you really need to find some more stuff oh why didn't we bring the explorer everyone is useful and everybody has these cool abilities as well they can use by expending determination and determination is a really interesting currency thematically in the Mm -hmm. game as well yeah yeah definitely um and it's i love how it's it represents like it's a it represents uh, success in certain things, right? Oh, you did blank well. Great. Take some determination. Okay. <laughs> or, in the case of the dice, you failed to do something, mm. but the failure makes you feel more determined. Mm. This, that's your compensation for mm. failing when you roll the dice. You get these determination tokens. Mm. Yeah, right. uh, it's like you're, you're, you, you didn't succeed at doing this thing, but that has actually made you more ornery in a way because these characters are survivors. Mm-hmm. Uh, morale, though, is something else. Yeah, I find it always very interesting when when games that are very, very difficult find a way to kind of incorporate that into the theme, you know? Mm-hmm. So like Robinson Crusoe, it's very it's 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 very punishing. We keep saying this, but like I cannot stress it enough. Like <laughs> this is one of those games that's just like, oh my god, like this is so hard. Like why is this so hard just to like light this fire? Like it shouldn't be this hard. And it knows it because it's got this thing in it, this, this morale track that goes back and forth and back and forth, um, depending on whether, you know, good things or bad things happen and you go lower on the track, then you lose your determination and you're not motivated and you're sad and you just want to stay home in your little hut. You don't want to build a palisade. You don't want to go hunting. You don't want to find Flint in the mountains. Or, you know, you do really well and then it like, you know, like kicks up like a few notches and then you're like things are going so well this fire is huge it's excellent they're gonna see us for sure i'm so motivated i have so much energy i love that sprucing up the camp has the effect of improving everybody's morale and and it's and it's so it's so good and it's so different than like the 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 other game that i can think of that's got that sort of mechanic is dead of winter and in dead of winter you have morale but in in dead of winter your morale can only go down which gives you an idea of the sort of the, the theme of dead of winter as well you know it's well, the end of the if, world in rare cases i mean it never happens but if you do one of the crisis cards really really well oh yeah that's stuff, right but nobody ever does that yeah and and so in dead of winter your morale is just basically like hit points you know like somebody dies you lose a morale your camp's too dirty you lose a morale you don't feed someone you lose a morale and it goes down and down and down and down and down when it reaches zero you die because you're just so sad <laughs> 
but nothing happens up until that point. The thing, nothing happens. But in in Robinson Crusoe, it's much more like it will never. There is no option to lose that way in Robinson mm-hmm. Crusoe. The morale track doesn't have an end point, a finite point with skull on it. It just kind of affects your day to day ability to do your stuff properly. And when it's really low, it affects you so much that that lose is, that loss is coming first. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's also, I think, currency is a good word. Like morale is also weirdly a currency in the game. You know, it's something that you have to think about. Okay, we should cheer everybody up. <laughs> you know, because like this is let's sing a few songs. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and that's I think that's really neat. Like that's a really interesting way to engage with what's going on in the game. There actually is, I think, one of those uh, adventure cards that actually lets you sing a shanty, and that improves morale. <laughs> it takes up time, but it's like we feel better. We've been singing sea shanties. It's just, how many games let you do that? Yeah. Yeah, it's also there's also the situation where you might decide that, you know what, like it'll be best if morale dips for you on your next turn. Like, you know, mm. like if we've done all of the math, we've thought of all the things, and it's better to be just a little grumpy today. As long than, as we can get that yeah, furnace built, yeah, as long exactly. as we can get that dam built, as long as we can find the shortcut to the resources. Just playing with people's emotions, you know? Mm. It really does. Mm-hmm. It's um, that, that, that immersiveness. It's, it, it comes at a cost because it's not an easy game to get started with or to learn to play. But once you do get inside, it really does feel like an adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So some of the other scenarios uh, offer a very, very different sort of feel. Like there's one called Volcano Island, which was very silly. Uh, instead of having an island that gradually gets larger as you explore outwards more and more of it and, and filling in more of the details, uh, Volcano Island starts full size, and there's a volcano in the middle, and that volcano starts to erupt and it starts erasing bits of the island one at a time, and you have to get into these tombs and loot them and get the treasures and stuff and get onto the boat before the whole island mm-hmm. is covered in lava. One of the design choices that I like a lot about this game is that each of the like, you know, pieces of cardboard that detail your scenarios have such a different look to them. Mm-hmm. They really do. And it really mm-hmm. sort of like gives you an idea of what you're going to be into you know like cannibal island is like little splatters of blood in the corners it's really pulpy. You know, like the the volcano one that you were just talking about jonathan has the like the indiana jones font on it you know <laughs> to give you an idea that's maybe more like a fun time you know castaways it's got like it's like wood paneling scratch and all the details are like scratched in like with like a little nail or a stick it's a really cute sort of like way to like at a glance figure out like what you're getting yourself into. It's evocative. Mm-hmm. It uh, creates a sense of place and a sense of, uh, of what you're going to be getting up to. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, and it adds to that immersion. It does. And we didn't even talk about the weather. This game, <laughs> has, weather. This game has weather dice. Now, in the case of something like Volcano Island, that's not going to be an issue because, well, you're just running. In the case of something like Castaways, though, or... Um, or the Swiss Family Robinson scenario, weather is crucial because when it starts raining down, you're going to get cold. You're going to have to start burning more food and more wood to stay warm unless your shelter has a good enough roof to keep that much rain off you. Um, When animals come and start probing your camp, if your palisade isn't high enough, they're going to get in and they're going to start hurting people. And uh, when it starts getting cold, you have to start rolling, rolling the cold weather die and that's gonna you have to start burning wood and if you don't have that wood or if you haven't been smart enough to build a furnace we haven't even talked about the inventions either everything sort of depends on everything else but it all makes sense all these individual rules but they all just sort of fit and you don't have to deal with them all at once either it's just whatever's Mm -hmm. there in front of you 
that's what's happening. Well, and I think like we talked about on Monday that, you know, like the, the limitation of what you're able to do, right? Like I would love it if you could, if you each had one more token, you know, <laughs> yeah. although I don't think that's how the game should work. I think the, the limitation on them is great, but it's like you think about, okay, so do we increase the palisade? Cause that's going to be my entire turn and we only have 12 and maybe we're not going to need it. And you have to figure out, oh, what about these small things? A little bit like maybe, what is it? Uh, the captain is dead, right? Where you're like, you have to get the jump drive going. But really what you want to do is fix the teleporter and fix the internal sensors and go and get rid of some aliens. You know, because like the day-to-day or the turn-to-turn yeah. uh, things you have to do are so, they look so immediate that yeah. thinking about building a roof is like, well... I mean, it's not snowing yet. And that's another thing the scenarios do is they change your priorities. Mm -hmm. If you're playing castaways, first thing you have to do is get out of the death spiral of starvation. Mm -hmm. You have to get a regular source of food that you can depend on that's going to reliably provide the camp with enough food to stay alive. And once that's done, then you can start building your signal fire. But if you wait that long, you might not have enough time to get it done. Mm -hmm. On something like um, uh, the Cursed Island... Then the priorities are different because you need to explore far enough to be able to place those crosses to yeah. exercise the ghosts, and uh, so the, the question of what the priority is changes from one mm-hmm. scenario to the next, and depending on what opportunities arise as well. Mm-hmm. I like your use of the term that the day to day, like mm-hmm. it, it really feels that way in Robinson Crusoe. You know, you really feel like time is inching by, and it's today and today these are all of the little things that i have to do because it's today and then tomorrow i'll have all these little things to do because it's tomorrow like it just feels very like and then three turns from now we have to start rolling weather dice every turn and then three turns after that we have to start rolling the snow dice every Mm -hmm. turn so we better have enough wood by then but but today's today exactly and today i have to do this because if i don't do this then maybe tomorrow there'll be this it just feels very like almost like banal you know like almost a little bit like that sort of there's so many games that have so many so much like high stakes pressure and you know high stakes anxiety that it's a, it's almost like it's a nice change to have you know the day-to-day you know crush of existence on you you know <laughs> let's 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 go hunting and see if we can find like you know a lizard or something that we can cook for dinner Oh, yeah, but that's only if, you know, Jonathan got around to lighting the fire or not. There's right. no fire, then, like, we can just, I guess... Eat and what if we don't raw? have any weapons? And what if we haven't explored far enough to find any mm-hmm. animals yet? Ah, oh, so good. <laughs> All right. Uh, Friday, we're going to, I think, go into some of the problems with the game. And also some of the questions of, well, okay, if it's so good, how come it's not on the shelves of Snakes and Lattes? Mm. All right, see you then. Bye. Bye.